With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. everybody and welcome to if you don't like that today's episode is brought to you by new works plumbing of sacramento locally owned for over 20 years new works has a fix for you for your plumbing needs and repairs just go to newworksplumbing.com that's n-e-w-w-r-x plumbing.com and remember if you happen to have an emergency in the middle of the night no problem new works will be there for you just go to newworksplumbing.com that's n-e-w-w-r-x plumbing.com you know i spent a good deal of time this week on my listen app shows and by the way if you're not familiar with that i'm on listen app uh, most days during the week it is a very interesting platform interactive you can call in ask me questions we've had a lot of fun doing listen app and again that is weekdays you can check me out but i've discussed this on listen app i've discussed this on my rants talk about all the problems going on in this country and the media and the influence that the media has and big money big money and media putting out what they want with really no repercussions. And if there is a better example than ESPN, uh, please let me know. Last week on ESPN, I'm sure that you know by now because it's been talked about and on every single news channel in America, the parent company, Disney, basically had encouraged their employees. That's basically what happened. You know, when you further analyze this, the comments that were made in the middle of a sporting event Think about that. You tune in the ESPN to watch a basketball game, right? And here's what you get. Here's what you get. The announcers on the game Friday, a week ago, on ESPN. At 3 o'clock, about eight minutes ago, our LGBTQIA plus teammates at Disney asked for our solidarity and support, including our company support, in opposition to the parental rights and education bill in the state of Florida and similar legislation across the United States. Critics calling the bill don't say gay bill. Peck added, the other announcer, a threat to any human rights is a threat to all human rights. At this time, Courtney and I were going to take a pause from our broadcast to show our love and support for our friends, our family, and our colleagues. Then on another game, Stephanie White, quote, and I want to thank all of our colleagues and teammates at ESPN for being allies and supporting our community and our families. It's personal to me. 
My children will be affected by legislation such as this, and it's about human rights. It's about our rights as a family, and we'll take this moment to stay silent and to support our cause and to support our colleagues and teammates. Well, first of all, when you say I want to thank all of our colleagues at ESPN for being allies Have you interviewed everyone? Have you taken a poll of everyone at ESPN? You think every single person agrees with you and your other colleagues who spoke out last Friday on ESPN? I mean, you can't be that naive, can you, Stephanie White? You're thanking all of your colleagues and teammates at ESPN? So basically, the parent company, Disney, gives them the green light to speak up in the middle of a basketball game about the don't say gay bill. Now, does everyone agree with that? I know for a fact not everyone agrees with it because I don't agree with it. And I received a very interesting message on social media. And I always really encourage people to reach out to me whenever they can. Uh, I have direct message access on both Instagram and Twitter. So anytime you feel that you want to reach out to me and send me a message, uh, I appreciate it. And I really do my very best uh, to get back to you. But I received this message. Hey, Grant, I listened to your 3-22-22 show on Listen App. It was excellent. And I 1,000% agree on your take on the Leah Thompson situation and the don't say gay legislation in Florida. And not that it matters. I am a gay female. Wrong is wrong. The world is getting crazier by the day. That's from a lady that reached out to me And I thank her for doing just that. Think about that. Not everyone agrees with the announcers and Disney at ESPN. Why can't I, if I'm announcing a game on ESPN and say, hey, you know what? I'd like to take a moment and say, well, I respect my colleagues and those that feel that the don't say gay bill is bad for our society and bad for our children. I have a different point of view and I respectfully disagree their point of view. I don't want my kindergartner, I don't want my first, second grader to have to have that as part of their curriculum in school. So I am in favor of the don't say gay bill. And as I said, I respectfully respect the opinions of those that disagree. Am I going to get fired? Of course I'm going to get fired. Why does ESPN have a narrative that everyone has to follow? And then you have Stephen A. Smith, right? And we talk about the problems with ESPN. And I talked about this again on Listen App the other day. Stephen A. was doing a podcast the other day, and he was very outspoken about his job, his takes that he gives on ESPN. The name of the podcast, by the way, was the Pivot Podcast. And Stephen A. Smith said this, and it tells you a lot. He doesn't worry about what he says because, quote, My contract is guaranteed. How about that? He doesn't worry about what he says because his contract is guaranteed. How about the examples in the last week and talking about money and how the rich and the people of power don't really care how their comments are perceived. Kevin Durant, in the middle of a Brooklyn Nets game at the Barclays Center, told a fan, you got to shut the F up and sit down after the fans said, hey, Kevin, you got to take the game over. How about that? One of the biggest stars in the NBA, one of the very best players in the history of the NBA, for no reason at all, 
telling a fan, hey, you just got to shut the F up and sit down. Then the other night in Indianapolis, Yusuf Nurkic, who's not even playing because he's injured with the Portland Trailblazers, took exception after the game to what a fan was saying, went up to the fan, grabbed the fan's phone, and threw it away. In other words, threw it behind the fan. All he would have had to do would have gone up to team security and go, hey, this fan needs to be written up. He went out of line. This is what he said, and let the security handle it. Then you have Devin Booker again barking in the stands in a game last night. Where does it end? You had Russell Westbrook go into a tirade because fans were chanting West Brick, West Brick. The sensitivity among these athletes, but then they just give it right back to the fans such as Kevin Durant. And do you think Kevin Durant gives a damn if he's fined 25000 or 50000 Do you think that Nurkic was upset that he got docked $40,000 by the NBA? I mean, think about what you could do with $50,000, right? Think about it for a moment. Think about if somebody knocked on your door and said, hey, here's $50,000 cash. You could pay off debt. Maybe you could put a son or a daughter through college. Maybe you need a new car. You could go down and buy yourself a beautiful vehicle, right? Think about all of the things you could do with $50,000. Do you even make $50,000 a year? And the athletes in today's game make so much money that $50,000 to them is like a subway token. That's what it is. doesn't really mean anything to them. So there is no deterrent for yelling into the stands. There is no deterrent for acting stupid like Kevin Durant. There is no deterrent for being insensitive like Kevin Durant. There is no deterrent for Yusuf Nurkic going up and throwing someone's phone. And you have a commissioner in the NBA who remains silent, at least publicly. I'm sure behind the scenes it's different. But we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. It would be nice if the commissioner of the NBA voiced his displeasure on some of the acts that are being committed by his players that, in my opinion, are pushing fans away from the game. But I want to get back to ESPN for a moment. Why is it that ESPN is so damn woke that they will allow their announcers to pretty much tweet whatever they want and say whatever they want as long as it is? is in line with their beliefs. Why is that? Do you watch ESPN still? I boycotted ESPN. I'm done watching ESPN. I am not tuning into a game, and for the record, I did not watch the NCAA Women's Tournament on Friday when these remarks were made. But Stephen A. Smith has no problem going on ESPN and making comments that are derogatory about Shohei Otani or making fun of the Nigerian national basketball team and their names, and he doesn't even get slapped on the wrist. Stephen A. just comes on the air and makes an apology and goes on with screaming and yelling at people. No recourse, no action, right? Mark Jones can make a mockery out of the police on the way to a college football game as uh, announcers have a police escort. He can mock Nick Bosa for tearing his ACL and be happy about it because he is a Trump supporter. He can celebrate the death of a human being like Rush Limbaugh. And we can go on and on with other examples. And nothing at all happens from the upstairs of ESPN. As a matter of fact, he's given a contract extension. And from what we understand, a pay raise. So when you talk about the media and you talk about what's problem, the problem with this country and the media, it's not only just the news media, it's the sports media. 
And no one is worse, in my opinion, than ESPN. It's, it's just awful. It's absolutely awful. And they are going on a tirade about this don't say gay bill. And you know what? I would love, I wish there was a way to take a poll of everyone that works at ESPN about how they feel about this bill. Because there's that one text from a gay lady said that this world has gone crazy. It sure has gone crazy. I can guarantee you this. All right. Guarantee you. There are a good number of good number of people that work at ESPN that are absolutely all right in favor of the legislation in the state of Florida. Guarantee it. 100 percent. And as I said, I wouldn't want my children to have to hear that in kindergarten, first grade, second grade or third grade. I think they're too young. Okay, and it has nothing to do with a certain community. It has nothing to do with transgenders. It has nothing to do with gay people. It doesn't have anything to do with that. It has to do with, in my opinion, common freaking sense. Common freaking sense has gone out the door in this country. Everyone is so afraid. Again, why can't an announcer at ESPN take an opposing viewpoint? What would be wrong with that as long as it's respectful? Do I have to agree with the parent company of ESPN and Disney and how they think? I mean, Disney is based in Florida, right? If you really feel that strong, close your damn park for a couple of weeks and protest and see about the economic impact, not only to your company, but to the state of Florida, to the airports, to the hotels. I mean, hey, put your money where your mouth is. If you really feel that strong about the bill, then you know what? Close up shop. Shut down Disney World for a while. All right? Seriously, if you're really that adamant about the bill, do something about it. Do something about it. Keep your Disneyland open in Anaheim, close Disney World in Orlando. Really, put your money where your mouth is. ESPN, put your money where your mouth is. Don't televise sporting events from the state of Florida, period. Don't televise the Tampa Bay Lightning games. Don't televise the Florida Panther games. Don't televise college football games in the fall. How long do you think that will last? About two seconds? You think ESPN is going to do that? No, but they got to quote-unquote look good. Let's put out a public statement. Let's have our announcers denounce the don't say gay bill in the state of Florida, even though it doesn't make any sense, right? And I'm saying that from my perspective, that it doesn't make any sense. It may make sense from your perspective. And if that's how you feel, again, I respect how you feel. But I also think in this country, we need to learn how to disagree respectfully, which unfortunately, very few of us are able to do. I support the bill and I live in Florida. And you know what? I'm happy that I live in Florida, that we have a bill like that, even though I don't have young children. If I had young children, I would be supporting the hell out of it, and I would be outspoken. And if I had a grandson or a granddaughter of that age, I'd be applauding the governor, Governor DeSantis, for this legislation. I don't agree with everything that the governor does in Florida. I can promise you that. But in this particular instance, I'm spot on with it. But I don't want to hear about it, pro or con, on ESPN or any other sports outlet. Okay, I don't want to turn on the NFL on Sundays or Mondays or Thursdays and get a lecture on what I'm supposed to believe in, especially when it comes to human rights. How about the nerve of ESPN? Seriously, the nerve to talk about human rights. Really? Are we really having that conversation? Like that that was told to me? I mean, seriously? A threat to any human rights is a threat to all human rights? Are, are we? Is that the message that I had to listen to if I were watching the ESPN broadcast last Friday? A threat to any human rights is a threat to all human rights. How embarrassing is that? Seriously, that because the don't say gay bill, okay, if you are in favor of that, I'm against human rights. The nerve, the audacity 
of ESPN and those announcers on ESPN is absolutely shameful. It's awful. It's awful. And that's why I'm boycotting ESPN. As I've told you, I'll watch the Masters on Thursday and Friday. I'll watch the Stanley Cup because I love hockey. But that's it. You know, you won't, you won't catch any ESPN programming on in my house. That is for sure not going to happen. And then I get back to power and money. Mark Cuban doesn't give a damn what people think when he is outspoken, regardless of whether it's against the officials or in the political forum. I mean, Mark Cuban, very Democrat in his stance politically, very Democratic. And I can tell you, because I have a lot of friends that live in Dallas that stopped supporting the Dallas Mavericks. They didn't want to be a part of it because of Mark Cuban's political affiliation. I don't quite understand that. I don't think what the hell difference does it make. But that doesn't bother Mark Cuban. You know, he's a multi-billionaire. What about our other athletes? I used to rant as an example. You think our athletes care when they get fined? Seriously. Do you think getting a, a memo from their respective league saying you've been fined $50,000 really upsets them? They laugh at it. Kevin Durant mimicked, you know, on Twitter after that Brooklyn game where he told the fan you got to shut the F up and sit down, put a picture of a lady throwing money on social media after the game. You know, it's like a, it's a slap in our face. It's like the athletes don't respect and don't give a damn what the quote-unquote common folk has to go through just to go to a game. And they're being told to shut the F up and sit down. It's just, it goes on and it goes on and it goes on and it goes on. And again, you don't have a commissioner that doesn't police the sport, in my opinion, the way he should. You see it in other sports and it's just bad. It's bad all around. So on this podcast today, I wanted to get into this. I wanted to talk about this. You know, the legislation on ESPN that they jammed down our throats, but yet you don't ever hear them talking about Leah Thomas, which is a very controversial subject right now. The transgender swimmer from Penn who just destroyed the rest of the competition. You know, I read the comments from Caitlyn Jenner, who is extremely outspoken about that, saying that it is unfair to be able to have transgender women compete against other women. That's just wrong. And that it's unfair. And I agree with Caitlyn Jenner 100%. But you won't hear that on ESPN. Why not? Are you going to tell me that there aren't a lot of people that agree with Caitlyn Jenner? Again, I just read a tweet from a person, or excuse me, a direct message from a person who is gay. And she agrees 100% with what I'm saying. And I wonder how many others there are. I would say there are quite a few. Matter of fact, I would say there are more than quite a few. But if you listen to ESPN, we're all against human rights. The gay gal that reached out to me, me, and so many others. That's right. We're against human rights because we are in favor of the don't say gay bill. That makes us bad people in America. Welcome to the United States of America, where you can become a bad person if you think all lives matter, every single one. You can be a bad person if you believe that your kindergartners, first, second, and third graders should not be subject to that type of curriculum in the classroom. You're labeled a bad person. You're now labeled as a person that does not believe in human rights. You know what? Screw you, ESPN. I'm done with you, and so are many others. Don't tell me how to think. Don't jam it down my throat. Don't tell me what I should believe in. That does not fly. Get off your high horse, open up your damn eyes, and deal with some common sense. Your announcer telling me, that because I believe in legislation, I'm against human rights. Good freaking Lord. 
That's where we're at in 2022. You can only believe what you're told to believe in. You have to be brainwashed if you work at ESPN and you're a public figure. And if you don't fall in line, you probably won't be working there very long. Just ask Rachel Nichols. I'm sure she could speak for many, 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 many hours on this subject, along with a lot of other former employees at ESPN. Shame on them. Shame on them. Absolutely disgraceful. With a capital D. So this show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com slash grant today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p.com slash grant i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment and that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Something else I wanted to talk about today, and I wanted to pay tribute to a guy that I met in 1998. His name was John Clayton. John passed away this week. I met John back in 1998. When I was working at ESPN Radio on the weekends, I met John in the newsroom at ESPN Radio on a Saturday afternoon, met him, didn't talk to him for long, but I ended up going to ESPN for about three weekends every month until the NBA season resumed on February 5th, and I got to know John very well. We would watch NFL games together. We would uh, have a couple of beers after the show on Saturday when we worked from 7 to 1, and I did shows on ESPN Radio with John Clayton. John was just the most kind, funny, uh, just, just a guy you wanted to hang out with. And his perspective and listening to him talk about the National Football League. The guy knew everything about everything. He really did. He was just an absolute marvel when it came to his knowledge of the National Football League. And if you read Peter King's column from... Monday, you'll get more insight into the work ethic of John Clayton. John Clayton was all about the National Football League. He lived for it. He was also all about his wife, who was dealing with MS over the last five years and was just an amazing husband, an amazing person, gone at the age of 67. And I'm not making it sound like John and I were best friends. We were acquaintances. 
He would come on my radio show in Sacramento when I ever needed him. But John Clayton will be missed. John Clayton was a tremendous, tremendous person with a great wealth of knowledge in the Pro Football Hall of Fame where he deserves. And I, for one, will miss talking to John Clayton. John Clayton was everything that is good about the sports media and everything that is good about the National Football League. Rest in peace, John. It's time for And today's rant is brought to you by the Home Theater Company. Audio, video, and home theater. Just go online, hometheatercompany.com. Well, the city of New York just continues to look worse and worse and worse. Earlier this week, Mayor Eric Adams granted COVID-19 vaccine exemptions for pro athletes and star performers. So that means Kyrie Irving can play in the home games and the Yankees and Mets. Yes, indeed, opening day. If you're not vaccinated, no problem. You can be on the field. But if you happen to be a worker at Yankee Stadium or City Field, and you are not vaccinated, guess what? You're unemployed. That's exactly right. As a matter of fact, because of the sweeping vaccine mandates, over 1,400 city employees are unemployed. That's right. They have been fired. Think about that. Fired. The mayor said, quote, being healthy is not just about being physically healthy, but being economically healthy. Huh? Really? Yesterday... He said this, quote, this is about putting New York City-based performers on a level playing field. Hometown players had an unfair disadvantage. Really? What about the workers that work in those stadiums and those entertainment venues? What about them? Does anyone give a damn about them? There are going to be a lot of lawsuits, a lot of lawsuits. I read in the New York Post a very interesting story from one particular worker at City Field. Quote, I just reached my breaking point. Felt betrayed enough to give this attorney a call. You have a City Field employee who was sent home from orientation because she wasn't vaccinated and the Mets will be here in two weeks without any regard to their vaccination status. Un-freaking believable. FDNY firefighter Sophie Medina had this to say, who's been on unpaid leave since applying for a religious exemption in November. Quote, how would anyone feel when they are told something is being done for public safety and health, and then you can clearly see that people are getting exemptions not based on their religion, not based on their belief system, and not based on science. New York continues to embarrass themselves. They have no idea what the hell they are are doing yeah let's now take care of the superstar athletes and our big time entertainers but for the people that work in these venues screw them they're unemployed they remain fired stay home how awful is that and that's my rant for today and that's my podcast for today i hope you have a fabulous weekend and as always thank you so much for checking out if you don't like that with grant napier
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.